Huey Lewis on Coast 104.5. It's up in Adam in the morning. Celebrating 10 years of this broadcast, I had to bring up uh, this interview I did with Huey Lewis. What year was this? Let me see what year this was because it's the anniversary of the interview today. Seven years ago today, I had Huey Lewis on the show and it was ahead of his July 26th show. He played uh, the second Friday, you know, that wine and music night, the jazz music night or whatever at the fair that we're missing. This would have been what day three of the fair. And Huey Lewis, it's sad because he's got some ailment now and his ears. He can't sing. He can't perform anymore. And it's a shame because not only did Huey Lewis have a trillion amazing fun hits of the 80s, but he was a fantastic live show. He was just so much fun to see live. So in this little nugget, Huey Lewis talks about everything from composing a song and the bridge of a song, like that part between the the uh, second verse and like the you know the last chorus of the song, the bridge. He talks a little bit about Michael Jackson. He talks a little bit about just rock star life and rising above a lot of the temptations. Listen to a little bit of Huey Lewis. First, get into the bridge of a song, and you're gonna. I'm gonna sound a lot different here. I bet. Well, the bridge is generally. Uh, I mean, for lack of a better description, it's the passage of time. It can it can signal the difference between the first verses and choruses and the third verse with, with a bridge in the middle can signal the, either a passage of time or some sort of a different concept you know yeah pretty cool Huey Lewis on the phone he's up and at him in the morning the show Friday uh, July 26th uh, tables are sold out the last chance at one is we're going to give one away in about an hour but you can uh, of course uh, still get tickets to the show uh, why the news why did we call the band that well we were called American Express uh, which I thought was a great name because um you know, I think kind of what we sound like. But um, interestingly, in 1978, or 79, on the eve of the release of our first record, um, the record label was afraid that we'd be sued by American Express. Uh, and so we had 24 hours to come up with a new name. We came up with the news. Ironic because, that, you know, no, in 78, there was no corporate involvement in any rock and roll band, zero. Really? I mean, Michael Jackson hadn't done Pepsi yet. Nothing was done, and it was kind of anathema to associate yourself with a, with a corporation. So, and so we naturally assumed that we'd be maybe sued by American Express. Little did we think that had we waited five or ten years, we might have actually been supported by them. You know? Right. Now, was that was Michael Jackson and Pepsi like the first uh, kind of link and arm in arm relationship between? Yeah, that was a, it. Was the first pop guy, the pop star, who did who flat out did a commercial. Nobody ever did that before. And, and, did, and obviously, Michael was Michael then, so he was still on top of the world. But did, did people look at him as he was so, like, kind of selling out? I, I don't know if people did. I mean, he was sort of a superstar, so he, he sort of made his own rules, you know. But I, I don't know how the how the critical elite looked at that. I'm sure they probably did in some some in some, some capacity, you know. You obviously uh, in, in those days, uh, you know, we were we were all kind of coming from the '60s and '70s. Yeah, and yeah. In those days, we 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 don't have, we don't have nothing to do with commercial you know commercial uh commercials what, what was the vibe you got from michael jackson i mean obviously you did heal the world with him you probably mm -hmm. rubbed shoulders with him here and there award shows what was the vibe you got from him uh, he was you know obviously an incredible performer and that that was really i mean he was a songwriter and a singer too but what a performer what a dancer and performer 
And interestingly, he was very shy, obviously, and you've heard this said before. And I, I noticed him to be such as well. He was shy and, and, and you know, you know, wasn't very talkative or anything. So, but when he gets on stage, I mean, he just owns the stage. He's, he's, a, he's the opposite of that. He's completely confident that totally in control you know yeah. he was just a natural performer an unbelievable performance what is it i can only say the secret to you know 30 plus years so much drugs temptations and, and things that can spiral you downward how much did you struggle with those natural parts of your job and uh, how did you rise above them all well uh you know struggle is the right word we certainly experiment this let's put it that way but uh but you know i was no, not a spring chicken to begin with i've been in bands for a while I mean, I turned 30 years old in 1980 with $300 to my name. I've been playing in clubs for 10 years, you know. Yeah. So, and I, and then when I, I moved to Britain with a band called Clover, and we watched, and you know, Thin Lizzy, uh, toured with Thin Lizzy, and saw lots of, of, of uh, you know, waste and, and uh, lots of bands, so lots of mistakes and lots of stuff. And so I, when it happened to us, you know, I was sort of, uh, you know, 32, and, uh, and no spring chicken, as it were. And so I, I guess we were just maybe a little wiser at that point. That's Huey Lewis. What a cool conversation. That happened seven years ago today on this show ahead of his Mid-State Fair concert. Well, that would have been just a couple days after this interview. And he's not touring. He's not doing anything anymore. So it's, it's really sad. I wish him the absolute best. Because not only... I mean, listen. Another smash it is. He's just got to grip of them but what a fantastic performer and there i mean that was just four minutes of what i remember to be a really really neat and special interview that i'll always remember very cool i cut a little bit of an archive vintage selection if you will from uh the archives uh, 10 year anniversary of up and adam in the morning good stuff more on the way happy friday it's coast 104.5 it's up and adam in the morning up and adam in the morning up and adam in the morning